I'm Zach. I'm Roy. And this is Advice Hot Dog. Roy, you sound a little hoarse. Are you, yeah, I'm still feeling hoarse. You're worn out from screaming? Yeah, I, I went to a, a Rancid concert last night. Ooh. Did they play Ruby Soho? That's the only Rancid song we know because we're old. Uh, yeah, yeah. if that's their song, they played it. Did they just Non-stop. play that song they over just, and over again? That's all I heard. I mean, I, I took an iPod with it on nonstop repeat and listened to that while I had the visuals of Rancid live. Oh, good. I once went to a concert. Uh, your uh, ex-girlfriend and I won free tickets to a Simple Minds concert, and we went there just in time. We were super late. We got lost on the way and then took forever to park, and we got there just in time for them to play their last song, but it was Don't You Forget About Me. Wow. Which I think they also played first. We <laughs> really? found out from somebody that we talked to. Um, who is this? What ex-girlfriend? Yeah. One of my ex-girlfriends took you to a concert, not me. Is this why she's my ex-girlfriend? No, it's, it, we we all put our names in for a drawing, and her name and my name were the ones that got picked. Really? Yeah. Was Oh, the drawing was at the f- Fifth Estate, right? Yeah, yeah, it was where we, where we oh, used to go. Go to Britpop night. Mm-hmm. The guy that puts that on, I saw him walking around downtown uh, the other I don't day. care for him. No, I know. I, he almost got hit in the face. Oh. Uh, he walked past somebody who was in the circle of people that I was talking to, and she gestured real wildly behind her and very nearly hit him in the face. Oh. And I thought, I should tell Roy this story because he yeah, would like to hear a story it, it about that guy spirits. almost getting hit in the face. Yeah. Roy, you... you I dis- did not like his manner. You dislike so few people. Yeah, that's somebody's, true. Somebody's, somebody's got to be a real... And I do real, not care for him. Got to be a real sack of S for you to dislike that. Well, you know what he would constantly do... Uh, Try to have sex with your girlfriends, even well, though he was gay. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty annoying. I, I found that really irritating. I wish he wouldn't do that. Yeah, I just wish it hadn't worked, you mm-hmm. know, for your sake. Yeah. Yeah. What have you been up to, Roy? Uh, I've been watching some more uh, Third Rock from the Sun, which every time I say it, I have a hard time not saying 30 Rock from the Sun. Okay. Um. And uh, Kristen Johnston is pretty awesome. I don't know who we, that is. She's the girl. She's the woman in the show. Okay. Not the Jane Curtin. She's the other woman. The younger lady. She's the woman in the family. The one who's like a bodybuilder? I suppose so. I don't I know. think she's six feet tall. I, I just think, think that she's all, that tall. I'm I taller think that than all wiry women are bodybuilders. <laughs> um, so that's been a lot of fun. I've been working. Uh, you told on... me earlier that you, you watched that show while you poop. Yeah, sometimes, you know, it's it's short enough that, um, you know, it almost plays throughout a whole session. Wow. I think we've all learned something about you tonight. <laughs> yep, right? Yeah. Well, you know, I can't I can't leave before the show's done. Yeah, that's weird. Because, I mean, you can't touch your phone, right? So you no, can't, you can't, can't pause it. Nuh-uh. Yeah, and you're like, oh, God, why did I, why did I yeah, do this? Yeah. Why didn't I? You, you know what you need is like, uh, okay, because your phone is your watch, right? Yes. So it seems like what you would do is you would get like a Flava Flav chain to hang your phone around your neck. And so uh, then while you're pooping, you can just watch your oh. shows, but it's like right there around your neck. So you can also continue to watch dick. it while you go, well, that too. Uh, but you can continue to watch it while you go wash your hands. Oh, Okay. You know, uh, and then like while you're uh, washing or, dishes or, and while you're uh, making love. Uh, well, th- then it might uh, jangle around, you know, and get in get in the action. And, you know, like a booby might pause it or something. Oh, I was assuming that you'd be on the bottom for that. <laughs> oh, I like, I feel like if you're the kind of guy that's going to watch television while you're having sex, you're probably also the guy Too that lazy just wants to... to sort of lay there, uh-huh. kind of let, let it happen to you. Wouldn't it be better if you had one, like one of those harmonica holders? 
Yeah. Because then, yeah, because then, then it's play, really Then close you could to... watch Third Rock from the Sun, have sex, and play the harmonica <laughs> exactly. at the same time. Sure. Oh. That's a great invention, Zach. I mean, right now I could only have sex and play the harmonica at the same time. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, having my hands occupied by the harmonica makes me slightly worse at sex. Slightly. It's hard to get worse at sex than, than, than me, what you me, are. Even when I'm going full out, you know, so wow. it's not... A lot of girls probably wouldn't even notice. They would just be like, why Why do you keep listening to these early uh, blues traveler records that I've never heard uh-huh. and that were clearly recorded before John Popper really learned how to play the harmonica? Sure. Oh, also, uh, I can't have any lights on, and I even, like, I put, like, blackout curtains up to keep the streetlights from, wow. from pouring in. Yeah. This is very specific. Mm-hmm. How, how many ladies have you tricked into this? <laughs> yeah, half a dozen. Really? Well, yeah. good job. Yep. <laughs> Bully for you. Yeah. What have you been up to? Uh, well, <clears throat> I was in, I was uh, reminded again today of one of life's great tragedies, one of the one of the deepest problems that, that the world faces. I am, um, you know, I travel a, a, a little bit, mm-hmm. right? I, I've been to some places, sure. and in in traveling, I've I've sort of found that there is a there is a sort of a, plato- a platonic ideal of a burrito that you can basically get in one of two places. Uh, you can get it at Anna's Taqueria in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Okay. Or you can get it anywhere in the Mission in San Francisco. Any taqueria there, you're going to be able to get an awesome, great, really good... I started with the the, the, the sort of more intense superlatives and worked my way back down, and now I'm just I'm floundering. Okay, burrito. Yes, it's all right. Um and they're just good. They're, and, and here's one of the, here's what's good they're about consistent. them. They're consistent. But, but the thing that is good about them is that they are small, so you can actually just take a bite of the burrito, and you don't have to like sort of gnaw your way across mm. back and forth like it's like it's corn on the cob. Like a chipotle. Yeah. So this is my problem. Today I went to Chipotle, and I keep oh. trying to I keep trying to train the people at Chipotle to make a burrito that is good, and I was so. I was so excited today because I finally got the I got the first person on the assembly line, which turned out to be the only person on the assembly line. But normally there's multiple people involved in this sure. stage and it's you never know which one of them is going to fuck it up when you're trying to get something weird. So what I always do is I go and I say, I would like a burrito and I would like for you to put half of the usual amount of rice and beans and then that half you normally on the side. put on a burrito. No, I don't. Wow, that's a good idea. Should have done. I could have just yeah. maybe fed a homeless guy on the way out. Why don't you have them make two burritos? Yeah. Well, here's the problem. Okay. So they they finally did it. The girl only put half of the normal amount of uh, of rice and beans. But then when she rolled the burrito up, she just shortened it. So <laughs> it's still, still fat. Yeah, I just had this horrible chowed burrito. That it was god damn it. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, uh, at least with that, you could rewrap it. Did you do that? No, I ate I ate it until it just started falling apart. Hmm. <clears throat> and and your heart was filled with anger. The trick, th- there is just a single trick. There's this one weird old tip that makes the perfect burrito possible. Um, what what they do at Anna's Taqueria and at, and at these places is they put slices of cheese. Instead of shredded cheese on the burrito, they put slices of cheese on the tortilla before they put it in that heat press mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Melts the cheese, thus creating this like perfectly Sticky cohesive... Layer burrito exoskeleton so they can roll it up real tight without it bursting 
Mm-hmm. And then you have like, like a the nice glue in the burrito. You have like a nice thin burrito that doesn't just explode all over the place. It doesn't leak out the end you're not eating. Mm-hmm. But it wouldn't matter because they wrap it in foil. Mm-hmm. But they wrap it in foil that's designed to be unwrapped and eaten from one end. Boy, Roy, it is. Chipotle is a pretty good place. You yeah, know? no, they, 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 they all have of good the things, all of the things that they have are actually cooking. like identifiable as food. A lot of people hate on Subway, but I like Subway for the same reason. I like reason. Subway too. You know. There's that fake gross bread smell that some people are really bothered by that mm. they, they, I guess the franchisees can elect to get the bread chemicals sure. or not get the but bread chemicals. But you also don't have to eat in there. Oh, sure. And yeah, you never do if you're me. Yeah. You just get your sandwich and you go. See, you know how you can tell that I never eat in a Subway? Uh, because you don't eat dinner at a Subway and I don't drink <laughs> during lunch. Sure. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So anytime I get Subway, I get it and I take it somewhere mm-hmm. so that I can eat without people staring into my soul right and stealing it just don't want the voices to start up again you know i have you ever had the veggie um subway sandwich like the little veggie patties that they make no i watched somebody eat a order a veggie sub once and it was just a sub with no meat on it oh no they they have like a little veggie patty that you can get and they you get two of them in each sandwich if you have you know like a a foot long sandwich um and it looks kind of gross. It looks like, um, you know, like when you eat corn and uh, it, it comes out the other end. There's little little bits of stuff in there. So this is twice in the first uh, nine nine minutes we're talking about pooping. I'm just saying, I, I'm, sure. I'm keeping yeah, track. Yeah, there, thank there, you. For those of you... This, uh, this would be a, playing the poop poop drinking game So yeah, yeah, yeah or, or for uh, those people who have decided that they are Advice Hot Dogs manager, and so they're sitting on the sidelines with a clipboard writing down, oh, you know, yeah. making sure. Thank you. We're, we're meeting our quota. We're keeping our, our, quota. our PMPE ratio, the poop mentions per episode. Uh, so the patty looks kind of gross, but it tastes really great. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to look at the patty when you're eating it. I am sort of averse to vegetable products made into meat products. It, it's not supposed to taste like meat. Mm-hmm. Is That's why I like it. I, if I'm going to have that, I'll just have a TVP sandwich. Or a... Um, uh, that's a textured vegetable protein. Oh, okay. Or some stuff that... There was this vegetarian guy that we went backpacking with. He had some stuff that looked kind of like dog food. Oh, really? Yeah. And then I, uh, he was like, you want to try it? And I said, yeah. And he's like, are you sure? Because he's like, it's gross. It You're not also gonna, tastes you like dog food. Like it tastes like dog food, but when you start chewing on it... It gets like, bigger? Sort of. It just gets kind of slimier and wedged into everywhere, and it takes a really long time to oh, eat. Oh, so you look like a dog a eating peanut butter. Dog, yeah, yeah. Off of a penis, right? That's what... Yeah. In my experience, that's the only yeah, thing a dog ever eats peanut is, butter off of. Mm-hmm. So I dated this girl for a while who had a uh, a dog, some dogs, and she would. Apparently, there's this thing you can buy for dogs now. Have you have you heard about this? Have you seen this? Uh, I don't know. It's like it looks like a little rubber snowman, except it's hollow. Mm-hmm. You put something you in put there, right? Peanut butter inside it. I cannot express how grossed out I am <laughs> by that. I the idea of. A dog, like, slobbering on something and slowly squeezing peanut butter out of it. To Like, every time I saw one of those, I just <laughs> got a little bit nauseated. And I and I, had, I just would, like, kick it under the couch or something. And then the dog's all sad because, where the fuck my peanut butter go? Yeah. But dogs love chewing and slobbering on, on things. <sighs> you know, well, you know the what the solution is, is your dog is an outside dog. Okay. 
So that fucking thing is outside. You don't have to look at yeah, it. Yeah, it mean, doesn't it have to be on the couch. On a, it could chew on a squirrel or something. No, it like, could still just, have that thing, but feed, be outside. You set up a hummingbird feeder filled with peanut butter, and then your dog can just eat the hummingbirds. <laughs> sure. Well, I think that's how you catch a new dog. Oh, okay. <laughs> After your old dog runs away. Which they would. Or, or gets sent to the farm. Oh, God. Man. That dog en- did end up at a farm, right? Which dog? What, oh, what no. You're t- that's oh, not... That, different dog? Yeah, different. Different girl, different dog. Man. Different time. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of ill-advised dogs in, uh, <laughs> in my past. Yeah, pay attention to that. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck dogs, man. I'm not, I mean, I like dogs, but... I like dogs, too. But I'm not getting a fucking dog for a long time. I'm not either. I'm not getting a dog until I've decided, all right, this is the room I'm going to die in. Oh, I'm really? just not leaving here anymore. Oh, then, then that's when you're going to also take up doing heroin and cocaine. Oh, sure. Yeah. Maybe have a kid. At the same time. Have a kid. Yeah. Um, we're not going to get a dog until Cora's sibling is at least four. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Are you going to have a second kid? Yeah. All right. We would like to. Later, I don't know. That's how far into the future this is. The dog is, yeah. Yeah, because my brother was talking to me about... His grandparents probably haven't even been born yet. (laughs) um, Getting some dogs, because they unfortunately had both their dogs die. Uh, One was put down and the other one died accidentally. They poisoned their dogs. No, no, one... It was kind of tragic. One uh, was prone to uh, seizures, and she had a seizure and fell in the pool when, when they weren't looking. And the other dog was very old and um, maybe dangerous to the baby, so uh, they hmm. they put him down. But they dangerous to the baby because when the baby would ride the dog, <laughs> it might break its hip, and then the baby would fall into a ditch. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, it, it was you know maybe snapping at the baby or whatever. Oh, I see. That, they that, they weren't that, worried that about like the Christopher Reeves situation. No, they weren't. Okay. But they immediately got where the dog would take the baby to some new planet where it would be so strong relative to the natives of that planet that it yeah. would have all this responsibility and be all depressed. Sure. It, but it, it's still it a, could never a dog. get married because the baby would be afraid of like fucking somebody in half. Wow, is Superman afraid of that with That's Lois Lane? He should be, huh? Yeah, I mean. And in order to have regular sex, he's just not really, his heart really isn't in it. Yeah. Yeah, he's just barely there. Yeah, I mean, he's hard as steel. He's just even, playing he's the harmonica. He's hard as steel on a normal day. <laughs> I'm assuming that it's, it is an abnormal <laughs> yeah. day when Superman gets an erection. Wow, so what is it? What, what, what is he? Uh, it doesn't matter. It's just really hard. <laughs> Harder than, what's the hardest element? Superman penis. Yeah, it's it's SP on the periodic table. Uh, so the, so they got new puppies immediately, and when he was telling me about it, he was asking me, you know, are you guys interested in a dog? And the kind of way that my brother will sometimes get a rescue dog from somewhere and just drop it off at your house because he feels that maybe you expressed interest in wanting a dog. You know, the first time somebody does that to me is the last time I ever speak to that nah. person. Imagine he's your brother. Nope. Yeah, I see you luckily can't even imagine I can't. That. I can't because I don't have a brother. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine when you know when when people in my life have this thing where it's like, oh man, you know, my uncle borrowed some money from me and he owes me all this money and now it's going to be awkward next time I see him. I'm like, why are you going to see him again? Because, oh man. Oh, well, when your uncle borrows money from you, don't have him borrow money from you. You just give him money. 
And if you're willing to give him that much money, everything's going to be fine. You think? Yeah. That's how you should think about those. Okay, so let's say it was something like this uncle molested one of the cousins or something. Well, like, you should okay, be well, giving him when, money. That's when nobody ever talks to that guy again. Sure. But his family. That's, okay. No, that's, well, that's a different situation. That, that's No, here's what I'm saying. It's not. I would rather <laughs> someone molest my cousin than drop a puppy off at my house. <laughs> wow. I thought you were going to say borrow a hundred bucks. Oh, no. Well, I mean, so dropping a puppy off at somebody's house is like borrowing all of their free time for the rest of that dog's yeah. life. Mm-hmm. Right? That's worth more than a mm-hmm. hundred bucks. Even yeah. if you just work at Subway or something, like it's sure, it adds up. Sure. In any case, we're not going to get a dog. Good. Me neither. We're going to get chickens. That's, oh, good. That's a good idea. And then you can feed the you can feed the um, eggs to the kid. Yeah. You're, or you're, to, uh, to ourselves. <clears throat> Cora might end up like uh, like my mom, where she gets some weird eye parasite from growing up around chickens. Really? Yeah. And has it made her stronger? Um, and better? Well. Faster? It's possible that my mom has been in some sort of situation where having a kind of uh, irritable, watery eye has saved her or someone else. Because she pulled off the road, her eye was watering, and then suddenly the car in front of her that she would have been behind slammed on its brakes because it was trying to avoid the other truck that was in front of it that crossed in front mm. trying to avoid a baby i uh when i was imagining this uh what i had imagined was that there was a the whole the front of this whole parade was uh a truck that was transporting an octopus like in a big aquarium oh right and that the octopus fell onto the road and then everybody was like oh fuck we shouldn't hit that thing i heard they're really smart <laughs> sure and he'd probably be mad if we ran over him and find us they can read they can find phone books. Yeah, they can find a phone book. And they can like they can be looking up your number yeah. and dialing the phone at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because... and pedaling a bicycle. <laughs> I, I imagine they'd probably use a skateboard. Uh yeah. Well, or a roller skate. So then so then do they have a the phone book and a cell phone? You know, if they have a cell phone, they wouldn't need a phone book. I mean I guess part of them could be before they like while they were looking up your number in the phone book part of them is calling you and i guess they're not really calling you i don't know why i thought that that was why they were looking up your number no they're looking up your story is that they're trying to find your address yeah yeah okay they're not gonna call and warn you this makes more sense so what they what anyway they probably text you they pull the page out of the phone book and then they just start skateboarding in a random direction <laughs> and hope that you're yeah, there and hope that that's where you are cause, oh okay. yeah because there's turned out it was the wrong page you, you don't think they'd pair out uh pull out the page that has all the johnsons and just start at the top <laughs> they probably would oh man uh, yeah that's why if anybody ever calls you and asks who you are uh or asks are you you know are you roy wasson say mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. actually say who wants to know because right. you think maybe it's a robot. It's always it's recordings whenever I get a call. Recently, I've been getting lots of scam calls. Oh, yeah? One offered me a free uh, cruise uh, on a ship that gets stalled in the Caribbean Ocean. Oh, good. That was one of the features? No, uh, it really was. Like, you know, your company participate. You know, immediately I know it's bullshit because my company doesn't participate in anything where we fill out cards. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, so uh, do, do you, is that a thing that we should be doing? Would you no, feel because would it's you feel a scam. more cared for? 
If we went to conventions and filled out cards? filled out cards. Like, just if we filled out more cards in general, like a greeting well, card maybe. or like a... Like magazine subscriptions. Well, if we wanted to be like a gentleman caller for some for some company that has just made its oh, debut... Oh, like a visit card. You know, we'd leave a calling card, yeah. Sure. Um, you know, I mean, if it was my birthday and everyone around the office passed around like one of those oversized cards, I would probably feel more appreciated. Like a sheet of butcher paper? Like... No, those big cards, you know, they're, they're like in the section where you get the big checks. Oh. You've never seen those? Yeah, okay. They're really expensive, though. Uh, I remember being really excited once when I was a kid to get a huge oversized coloring book. Really? Mm-hmm. How oversized was it? It was, I don't know, I was a baby, so it, every coloring book seemed really huge to me. Yeah, that's true. Like, I had been accustomed to coloring stamps, um, and oh. so, uh-huh. yeah, even... You'd a, get a book of stamps. Yeah. You know, they were black. It was like color these in. when uh, it was fat Elvis in black and white and you had to color him. Mm-hmm. And so I did, like, you know, and this is mime Elvis. And this, <laughs> this one is uh, devil Elvis. Uh-huh. Skeleton Elvis. Oh, yeah, I guess you could do. Mm. You know, I was thinking about the killer octopus is that you would be safe because you're a Zach Johnson. Oh, I'd be at the end. Yeah, there's yeah, no they'd they catch would, that they guy. They would put an end to that octopus's killing spree long before it got to me. Mm-hmm. That, uh... Whenever I go to a place where they have to look up my name in a really old computer system, I have to sit there for a really long time while they scroll through all the Johnsons. Where do you go where they have really old computer systems? Like the DMV. Really? No. That hasn't happened in a really long time. (laughs) Okay. Was it 1989? No, probably 95 or 96 was the last time that happened. Huh. Yeah, I'm really glad computers are better now than they were in 1995. I used to work at a bookstore where we still had to look up uh, ISBN numbers on microfiche. Ooh. And there was one time that I came to work hungover from uh, dropping acid, and it was really hard for me to remember the alphabet. So it took me longer. Hmm. Wow. That's, that, like, that's a made-up story, that Zach. Don't believe that. The fact that something took you longer than you than usual hey, I was, for you. I, I'm good at the alphabet. Oh, you, yeah? Yeah, I even have a little song. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, well, we have a bunch of calls uh, to deal with. We sure. have a bunch of questions from a bunch of people. And uh, last time, Roy, we just got carried away. We got carried away just fucking around and catching up. And yeah, we, we have we a responsibility. Didn't get down to business. We have a responsibility to take care of, and I think we should take care of it. But first, let's have a weird Mexican soda. Okay. So we got two uh, weird Mexican sodas. The first one is by a company called Mundet. Mm-hmm. Uh, manzana verde or green apple and it's pasteurized so you know it's safe to drink yeah you're not supposed to drink the water in mexico Roy. unless you boil it is it okay to drink the the soda yeah it's, it's made boiled with the water boiled water hmm it's pasteurized this uh, is making my entire house smell like a jolly rancher hmm smells good now let's give it a let's give it a try okay Huh. It does not taste as strong as it smells. No, it doesn't. Uh, you know, I, like I always it. heard that uh, the gas that they give to prisoners who they're executing via the gas chamber smells like green apple. Really? That cyanide smells like artificial it, green apple. Is that still used, the know. gas chamber in the U.S.? That's what you're referring to, right? Not like Holocaust uh, gas. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Huh. I don't know. Green apple? I think they do a lot of lethal injections now. Yeah, I feel like that's the... The normal method, or the most commonly used method. Sometimes they'll, they'll fire people out of a cannon, 
That's what happens if you commit like a clown crime. <laughs> that would be really awful if they fired you out of a cannon off a cliff. I mean, probably the firing would just obliterate you, right? No, because you, you can do that in a way like that was a carnival. They thing. would put you in head first, though. That's the, <laughs> I see. It's just like, oh, this sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or just fire a cannon at you. Or they fire you out of a cannon, but at a wall that's like two feet away from the end of the cannon. Ugh. Yeah. That's that's terrible. Yeah. Well, well I, mean, I guess it'd be really fast, though. Mm. I don't know, unless time slows down. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah, because your your uh, three-pound gem is really taking in all the information. I remember the first time that ever happened to me uh, when uh, something happened and it made time slow way down. What were uh, you doing? I fell off of a trampoline. I got launched into the air when some fat kid landed near me on the trampoline, and uh, I went off the edge, and as I was falling towards the ground, it was real slow. Really? Yep. And you saw the ground coming up to your face really slowly? I don't think I landed on my face. I think I, landed, I, oh. caught, I caught myself and hurt my And hands. you were able to because everything oh, was yeah. going really slow. Yeah, no, I did a bunch of math. Math? Yeah, I was like, how much math can I do? I finally have time to do my homework. <laughs> I've been putting it off. Right. Yeah, but now I've got all this time. It's great. Huh. Yeah. Uh, God damn it. I'm so tired of not fucking drinking. <laughs> Roy. Oh, that's right. Uh, this is the month of February when uh, all all advice hot dogs uh, don't drink. <laughs> yeah, right. We're making everybody else not drink either. Oh, man, I'm sorry, listeners. I hope that this doesn't suck for you well, as much as it does for me. I'd like to say that um, we got these Mexican sodas, which uh, most most grocery stores now carry them in the U.S., at least in the Southwest. I don't know about um, in the rest of the country, probably in Chicago. Uh, and they Are can there make a lot of Mexicans in Chicago. Yeah, it's a pretty high high population. Uh, really great Mexican restaurants, also very authentic. Uh, not so much in uh, Saint Paul. <laughs> I don't know about Saint Paul, um, but they make really great mixers. Now we're drinking the green apple uh, soda. That is probably not the best mixer, but um, some of the other flavors, you know, you just use that. Put a little Bacardi in there, maybe a little twist of lime. That sounds Cocktail. really gross. Well, Cuba Libre is, is uh, Coke and mm-hmm. lime and Bacardi. I know, and I don't like it. Oh, well, some people do. Mm-hmm. Some people have sophisticated tastes. Did you ever have uh, a... <clears throat> there was a brief fad at the bars where we uh, we began our drinking days where uh, they would sell Coronas, but with a shot of uh, Bacardi 151 Limon poured into them. So no. it tasted like a Corona with lime in it, but it was like... 40 times as alcoholic as a Corona. No, I've never had one of those. It was dangerous. Did it taste, taste, uh, it tasted exactly like a Corona with a lime in it. Oh, okay. But then you just embarrass yourself. Or I, later in the night. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause Uh you drink like, you're like a Corona. I'll have a dozen. Uh Uh-huh. Pour them all into my mouth. That'll be $250 please. And you think, okay. Uh huh. It's a mess. Huh. No, I've never tried that. Uh, as we as we uh, go through here, we'll uh, we'll get to the second weird Mexican soda. Mm-hmm. Although I bought a bunch for tonight. Uh, yeah. I thought we were just going to do shots of all of them. Sample all 10. Mm-hmm. You bought 10. I bought 10. I didn't. I, I wasn't even counting. That doesn't make any sense. To be... The way they were arranged, it has to be an odd number. I think you bought nine. nine. Yeah. That's an odd number. 
You can tell because it's not divisible by two. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we have any old business to take care of? We have a little old business. Um, I looked up what the uh, world record for swallowing goldfish was, and a lot of the information was a bit vague, so it seems like maybe 301 would beat the world record of 300 fish that was set in 1974 in Los Angeles by a college student. Um, that was the person's name, a college, a college student. student. Yes. Uh, and the first goldfish was swallowed by another college student uh, whose name I did find, but I didn't feel like writing it down in 1939 at Boston College. I am guessing that the first goldfish was swallowed by like a hungry Japanese caveman. <laughs> Maybe. Um, it's what started the fad of swallowing goldfish by college students mm. was this uh, stunt. Where was the first flagpole sat on? I don't know. Where was the first phone booth entered? Mm-hmm. Or VW Bug uh, filled? Uh, they didn't have VW Bugs in 1939, did they? No, it was later. But that was a fad in the 50s of how many people you could put in one. Mm. There was that how many clowns can you get in a car mm-hmm. uh, fad for a while. And how many clowns was it? Uh, Well, in 1974 in Los Angeles, they got 300 clowns into a single car. Yeah. (laughs) Really, it was a college bus. (laughs) They they never did that, right? Like, that seems like it'd be a better number, like a clown bus where it has a a thousand clowns in it. That would be more impressive than just uh, 20 clowns from a a VW Bug Mm -hmm. Volvo. I always assume that was a trick, right? You drive the... You drive the car over, over a, manhole a cover? trap door. Uh-huh. Okay, manhole. Yeah, that would probably be there anyway. So and then you just, oh, this car contained a hundred sewer clowns. <laughs> well, that is where they live. Yep. It's you ever awful. see it? That's why, yeah, that's why they have those big teardrops painted on their faces. Ugh. Yeah. From the children they've murdered. The, uh, the girl at the coffee shop the other day said they were doing a canned food drive the next day. And she said, are you going to bring some canned food tomorrow? And I said, no, I'm probably going to forget and then be too embarrassed to get coffee because I forgot about the canned food and just not show up at all. And she was like, well, you should just write it on your hand to remind you. And I said, I don't know. That that doesn't seem like a thing a, a boy can get away with. She's like, oh, I got it. Draw a little teardrop underneath your eye <laughs> to remind you. Really? Yeah, it's pretty manly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's good. Yeah. You get a barbed wire swastika tattoo on your bicep to remind you. So did you do it? I did, yeah. I just grabbed some cans of stuff that I was never going to eat. Like cream corn? No, it was like just, it was some stuff that was left here by previous roommates and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything good? Uh, some Amy's soup in a can, oh, which was That is really good. good. Yeah, and then suddenly I'm seeing stuff about it everywhere. <laughs> you know where I saw something about it was, uh, Jesus Christ, Steve-O from Jackass has gone fucking nuts. Uh, More so. Well, sure. I guess it's the same. It's probably exactly the same kind of nuts, right? It's like the guy who's real crazy drinker and then real enthusiastic about AA. Uh huh. Yes. But, <clears throat> yeah. So Steve O quit drinking and now is on this like some guru has told him all this crazy shit to eat, so he's vegan and he just described he just described like all of the stuff that he ate and it's like and then it's like algae juice and it's a bunch of stuff from Whole Foods. That's, Spirulina. Yeah, I don't know, man. It was it's all, good for you. It was exciting. It's like what is, happened to you? Is Steve-o? he the one that has the terrible tattoos on his back? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No amount of algae juice is gonna ever take that away. Well, yeah, I mean, it could, you could, right? You could breed some sort of algae that it just ate your skin 
Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, and then it wouldn't take very much of it at all. Or you should just eat a bunch of uh, chia seeds. Uh, I, you know, that was among the things that he ate. Yeah, people eat that. Yeah, I... Wh- I don't know what it it's does. It's just grass, right? I mean, it's just like yeah. eating seeds. Just grass. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's the purpose of chia pets. You also can eat that, the green. Wait, like if you're a tiny horse? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Like one of those uh, shet- No, no. What, what you do is you get a chia pet uh, whose shape is a corn, corn cob, and then you uh, let it grow, and then you just eat it when it's ready. Huh. I feel like I'd rather eat it off of like a Bill Cosby head or... <laughs> you would. A yeah, Garfield? <laughs> Oh man, is there a Garfield? I think I oh, think I've seen a chia great. pet Garfield. Garfield isn't even like a fluffy cat, though. No, oh, it's just, I hate horrible. But he hates Mondays. Yeah, man, you got to look at that uh, crazy, crazy Halloween run of comics that Garfield did, where it was like basically the sort of like two week long storyline where the implication is that Garfield was all alone in this sort of like post-apocalyptic wasteland and John and Odie were dead and nope, everybody else was dead too. And all of the events of the comic strip were just Garfield sort of hallucinating or pretending. That, like uh, St. Elsewhere? Uh, something like that, yeah. Huh. Yeah. But then people asked Jim Davis if that was really what was going on and he was like, I don't know, man. I was so fucking high the whole time. Is it is that true, what you're telling me about the... The, the weird Halloween, Garfield? the weird Halloween garb, yeah, huh? It was crazy, it, it, and it was one of those things. But where he like, didn't say he was you're, super you're high. You're accustomed to something that is so pedestrian and so stupid that, like, you see uh, anything Garfield yeah. taking any kind of a creative risk, and it's like, whoa, okay, all right. Huh. So it's suddenly like it, and it's it fucks you up because then it's like, well, fuck. Now I have to think of Jim Davis as a person, <laughs> and, <laughs> not just someone I hate. <laughs> There's like this did font it, of bullshit. Did it go back to regular Garfield after that? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. So after, I don't know, what, 20 I, years? Like Halloween he does of, this Halloween one time? of ni- 1987 or something. No, it was a long time ago oh, that, okay. the, that the thing ran. It wasn't that old at the time, but yeah, I don't know, it, was, it was weird. Oh. It's pretty good. You should check it out. I will. Uh, dear Advice Hot Dog. I just wanted to message you to tell you about how your advice changed my life for the better. Last night, I was enjoying some dankity-dank nugs with purple hairs and visible THC crystals. When I was struck with inspiration in my drug-addled haze, I went to look at some Dolan comics. I swear to fuck, I have never laughed harder in my life. Uh, P.S. The last time I did this with a girlfriend, we watched a bunch of WKUK skits. Oh, that's the whitest kids you know. Mm-hmm. You know, I really... That's probably a link to uh, the where Lincoln gets shot, right? Uh, or murdered. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, I really, really hate that the U in that is just the letter U in the name of that. Oh, and not the... I hate it. Wait, that's how they... they... Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, it is the whitest kids who know, and it drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not okay. Not even once. It's like using... It's, using a, it's like having a puppy like, dropped like, off at your house. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. I'm done with you. Uh, just as you said long ago, this is still the funniest thing on the internet. Uh, Boston College for a publicity stunt. Oh, <laughs> All right. that's where it that's went. That's where the rest of that sentence went. Good job, Roy. 
Uh, Dear Advice Hot Dog, I have returned from the Happy Dog Restaurant in beautiful Cleveland, Ohio, where I ate a delicious hot dog with Roy's topping suggestions. Twelve toppings in all. The sauces combined to a tangy, spicy flavor that complemented the hot dog, while the slaw and veggies on top provided a crisp, refreshing contrast. Thanks for the advice. Steve satiated. Yes. You're still wrong. He sent a picture of this hot dog holocaust. He was satisfied, and I would never compare hot dogs to the Holocaust. No, it's just the word Holocaust. Okay. The word Holocaust yeah, no, means I, other I, things. I understand. Right? Uh, hey, are you ready for the <laughs> this segment of the show that we get? Why did you do this? Why did you... There are questions before topics. And no, these are old business. Oh. These are old business. These I are see. people oh, getting back to us. These are questions that talk about other things. Okay. Yeah. For whatever reason, when you said we had a little bit of old business, I assumed that you only considered the first thing of those oh, three no, things. Oh no, the be first page. Hey, we're done with old business. business. Any new business? That's a lot of old business, Roy. We've never had that much old business before. Really? It's just three, three comments. Okay. Uh, Roy, how about a segment of the show that we like to call topics? Ta 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 topics. Today's topic: handmade car wash signs. Yeah, what do you feel about those stupid handmade car wash signs? <clears throat> that people like wave yeah that you can't read because uh some some kid has uh decided to be creative on their sign and every letter is a different fucking color so you just can't yeah. scan them yeah and it's thin right it looks big when you're holding it a foot away from your face but then when you're in a car and then it's being held and bo- folding back and being moved around um I don't know what that car wash is for. Is it for a funeral? Is it for a cookie drive? I was what, thinking. What is it for? I was thinking about. And where is it? I had I had two weird things happen to me today. Uh, I was thinking about uh, car washes because when I when I got coffee today, as I was driving through the thing, there were people that had a car wash set up in the parking lot of the grocery store where the where the coffee stand is, mm-hmm. and uh, it was just some like it was just some like mean looking cowboy looking dudes doing a car wash and they had a sign that said donations and they were just washing like some giant pickup truck and i was like i probably shouldn't get my car wash there and then i was thinking about i was thinking about like i would really only want to go to one of those car washes if it was a bunch of like hot girls in bikinis but then i was thinking well then that makes they would probably just be a bunch of hot high school girls in bikinis and then what would i be doing like because it's creepy to look at them while Mm -hmm. they're washing your car and it's creepy to just like sit there with your eyes closed and it's like it's just creepy the whole thing is creepy and right. no one no one should do that and i'm sorry i'm and, sorry and that I, you need money to go to lesbian cheerleader camp or whatever but i just can't help you um so in this scenario of either creepy uh, version are you sitting in the car i thought that that's how that worked right really? do, no do you, you just, get out of the get car out of the car and then okay I just always assume that if you're getting your car washed in a parking lot somewhere that you're sitting in the car because it seems weird. Like what? You're just going to stand in the sun? Well, no, you go into the store or if it's at a restaurant, Maybe they give you some you water, going, some ice yeah, water with cucumber yeah, slices yeah, you in it to refresh you. You meet all the other adults, creepy adults that are standing around <laughs> yeah. and compare notes. So then, as I'm thinking about creeping on on high school girls, <laughs> I see at the end of the at the end of the driveway there's this girl just sort of wandering out into the street at the end of the at the end of the thing that goes through the 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 drive through at the mm-hmm. car wash and i'm like huh is there 
a hot high school girl car wash going on next to this, but it turns out it no, was, they're just they're, holding the signs. They were right? selling Girl Scout cookies. Oh, and <laughs> holy shit! Yeah, I was what that that was weird. Well, can you just not tell what ages people are anymore? I don't think so. I don't think so because if I had had to guess, just based on based on and not to put too fine a point on it, but based on clothing accentuated secondary sex characteristics. I would have said this girl was probably 19, mm-hmm. but she was selling Girl Scout cookies. Maybe she was trying to get her and Eagle Scout. She was not the mom because the mom was there. There was a, there and was you could a, tell there what was the mom, a mom there. Oh, I don't know if it was her mom. I don't know. Was the mom fit? I don't know. She was sitting down. <laughs> <laughs> you could yeah. just tell she was a mom. So I basically, I was just like, you know what? I got to get the fuck out of here. I'm, I just, I'm going to work. I gotta go do something pure, <laughs> and it's either just it's either just stand in a shower with my clothes on or go to work. Okay, so that's what I did. Yeah, any signs that anybody is holding are bullshit. Everything is ruined. If you're going to have a car wash, and and this is real advice from a uh, former professional sign maker, which was me, uh, make a very simple sign. Have large, bold letters, no embellishment whatsoever. And when you hold it, make sure that the sign is straight, not curved in any way. Why don't you just make the sign on foam core so that uh, it doesn't bend on you? Or instead of... Um, and don't instead move of it around. holding it, maybe put it on a stick and put the stick in the ground. You can't leave it in the ground. Someone has to be holding it. That's why there are dudes on corners like flipping those signs around. Right, I know. But we should put a stop to that bullshit too. <laughs> there are a number of things that you should not do with signs. Um, one, if it is a fixed sign on it's the side of the building... It's going to be an Olympic sport. Don't, don't make it blue neon. Because while you think that's going to look cool, it, it is actually just going to be illegible no matter how mm-hmm. simple the type is. Um, yeah, so stop doing that. Yellow sign, black letters. And I have to say that I am also on the other side of this. <laughs> but you only ever do business with Truly Nolan uh-huh. and Meineke. <laughs> Best Buy. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I'm also on the other side where I used to make shitty signs. And I have a very good example that I was thinking about today. Uh, when I was in sixth grade. A friend of mine was having a, a garage sale, and it was right after the first Batman movie came out, and it, we were all crazy about Batman. And I decided, hey, they, because they asked us to make all the signs, and I thought, hey, I'm going to make a really awesome artistic sign. And I made a sign that said garage sale in the shape of the Batman logo, and it was on yellow, <laughs> yellow paper. And, you know, thinking back on it now, there, there are two problems with that sign, three, now that I think about it. Uh, one is that it's misleading because it makes you think there's a garage sale full of Batman memorabilia, right? That's the other, the one thing. The other thing is that you can't read it from a distance. It just looks like the Batman logo. And three, it said garage sale. It did not. Say, <laughs> it did not say garage sale. I was so enthusiastic in in my zeal to make this Batman sign that I did not proofread it. So proofread your signs. Yeah. Say that you were going to say that you were making a sign for your buddy's garage sale, but you accidentally made a sign that said, puppies euthanized while, ooh, wait. <laughs> no, and we then wondered we why nobody, You wondered why nobody ooh, showed yeah. up to buy anything at the garage sale. Really yeah, I don't know. <sighs> Roy, let's help some people. Oh, uh, wait, before we do, I want to 
do it. Remind people uh, about uh, Movie Club for Iron Sky, which is available. I meant on to watch it Netflix for streaming. this episode. I thought we were doing it for. Are we doing no, just one a month? I think so. I, I want to give people a chance to watch it uh, because they probably forgot already. So uh, I would like you to write in your comments, or even better yet, why don't you uh, give us a call at seven six nine two one eight nine two two five, and that spells Roy R O Y two one eight Zach. Z-A-C-K, the way that, that Zach spells his name. It's the way that everybody named Zach spells their name. Now, you also get messages to Z-A-C-H. Well, sure. That's because that's actually the way that everybody spells Zach. Sure. And it's the first four letters of my name. Yeah, but it's not in the phone number. The <laughs> phone number is Z-A-C-K. Oh, yeah. Uh, hey, speaking of which, let's take a voicemail. Okay. Hi, everybody. Hi, Tom. Um, this is Dale in Delaware. Um, I just walked in on my son masturbating. Uh, he is nine years old and uh, seemed to be knowing what he was doing. Um, I had done it for a while. I just wanted to know how should I approach the situation? Should I just ignore it? Should I talk to him about it? Am I making too big of a deal out of it? Um, yeah, this is Dale in Delaware with a masturbating kid. Roy, did, did anybody ever talk to you about... Masturbating? masturbating? Uh, only friends. Not your parents? No, my parents never never talked to me uh, about masturbating. Because it seems like that would be weird, right? I remember at one point my dad saying something about how masturbating will not make you go blind. But that, that is good. But we had know. that conversation, and then, I don't know, six years later, I started masturbating. Oh, really? So yeah. that was preemptive. Well, I just had no idea. Like, what are you talking about? Like when you were 19. What is that? Yeah. Um, yeah, was, I had a super late start. Um, no, no, I I kind of discovered masturbation on my own. You know, one morning when I was up real early watching cartoons. Good. True I story. I don't actually want to know this story. Really? Yeah. Okay. I could leave the room while you tell our listeners. I, oh, I, fuck, I have to edit this later. I wasn't quite nine, but I, you know. You were watching I, Gem and the Holograms. I, I was younger than 13. Uh, God, how do you, how do you classify something like this? I wonder like if this? the kid was, I wonder if the kid knew that he was supposed to be hiding it. It's a weird thing, oh, right? Sure. You're not supposed to be With ashamed YouTube of it. YouTube generation. You're not supposed to be ashamed of it, but you're sure as shit not supposed to do it in front of your parents. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> or really anybody, you know? Uh, there, there is one thing. You know, you unless know, you're if, on chat roulette. If you're, um, if you start having plumbing problems, you should probably have a talk with him because he's probably, you know, flushing those socks down the drain. This joke brought to you by weeds on Showtime. Yep. That's the only reason that I think I would talk to him about it. Right. Or, or if it's starting to interfere with his schoolwork. (laughs) It's fourth grade. (laughs) Hey, when you discover masturbation, it's, it's sort of like, why, why didn't yeah, why anyone would, tell me about this? And, and why, why am I not anybody, doing it right now? Why would anybody ever do anything but this? And then that one day you, you realize, oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, wow, that, that yeah. last one really sucked. Five is really the limit. <laughs> Boy. Um, See, you know, this is why I just don't know. I don't know if I can ever have kids. I don't know if I can deal with, oh, I don't know if I can deal with um, the awkwardness. I don't know that uh, I would talk to him, Dale, but... Um, if you still have your son's baby book, I would mark it in the calendar. <laughs> oh, man, you could get, get a tattoo of the stain on the Kleenex. 
like some people get like a handprint. Yeah, or 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 get it bronzed. You can bronze a Kleenex. <laughs> you can bronze anything. You really can. I well, actually you know what would be convenient is if the first time the kid jacked off, he did it in his baby shoes. <laughs> and then you've commemorated both moments yeah, that's at true. the same time. Uh, I wouldn't say anything. Oh, man. This poor guy. Right? Unless it becomes more more obvious. And, you <clears> know, nine, he's just though. Nine's pretty pretty early. Yeah. You know? But right now, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's working with blanks. The kid's probably... Oh, you think? Oh yeah, yeah, at nine. The kid's probably uh, you know, he's he. It's the hormones in milk. <laughs> sure. So, yep. They're so sexy. <laughs> you know. I remember a good friend of ours telling us that um, for a long time he did not uh, masturbate, and it had never occurred to him that when he would get an erection to actually touch his penis. Yep. It was a pretty good story. It, just, it was like that's something that somebody else is supposed to do, <laughs> right? You're supposed to pay somebody to do that. Mm-hmm. Hey, speaking of which, Zach and Roy, hello. I was curious, uh, how do you go about propositioning a uh, masseuse for more than just the back rub? Like you go into the place, maybe she's looking kind of cute, she's giving the eye, but you obviously have to make the first move. What do you say or do without being overly creepy and without getting the cops called on you? Thanks. Uh, Feeling frisky in San Francisco. You know, every once in a while, when I am not single, I will drive past an Asian massage parlor and think, you know, if I was single, I'd probably go in there and get like a $40 hand job. Would you really? I, no, I don't think that I would. It, yeah. You know what? Here's, here's the deal. If I could find on a website somewhere a testimonial... Right, somebody who went to one of these places like a Yelp. says exactly what they said, what they did, and what happened. Which the reason that that doesn't happen is because the first time that happens, somebody will immediately go arrest those Japanese ladies. Sure. Um, Why are they Japanese? I don't know. I think they just sometimes are. Oh, maybe they're okay. maybe they're uh, maybe the so the one in particular that I that is right next to the place where I would buy cigars for a really long time. It was called Oriental Gals Massage. Wow. <laughs> and it was always open at like midnight. And mm-hmm. I once saw I once saw some of the Oriental Gals walking around inside there and they were wearing skirts that I doubt like I would imagine that if they were standing up straight you could see their underwear sticking out beneath their skirts. Like wow. that's how short the were they that's how glittery? Short the dresses were they were glittery. Huh. They were wearing glittery dresses that were basically just like, like for the club shirts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm assuming that that is a hand job parlor. Maybe. If you're getting but, a massage at 10 o'clock or 11. Yeah. Although sometimes I am really tense at that time. Yeah, I mean, that's that's when you really need... I mean, that's the time that people will take like a bath and have a nice chamomile tea, light I, a candle. I do know of a friend of mine who um, went to a place once and uh, he had been given a massage by his friends, uh, like a gift certificate for his birthday and he went on his birthday and um, he was propositioned whether he wanted uh, the happy ending. I do not know the details of that, of how that came about. Mm-hmm. I know that, that he was asked if he wanted that. And he did, but he didn't have enough money that his friends had given him, so he had to put it on his credit card. Yeah. That's how Jerry Springer went down. Was it? Yeah, he had a... It was either when... I think he was an anchor man at some place and he went somewhere and got one of those and he used his credit card. So there's a record. Hmm. 
So don't do that. Yeah, he just got a he just got a he got a relaxing oriental massage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think the extras it says what, what it is. How, how would you go about it? I don't know. I don't think I would. I would just be too nervous to. So mm. I would never do it. I would just go home and get a hand job from myself. <laughs> yeah, man, I don't know, man. It just I, seems it just seems weird. It seems like it'd be super sketchy. Sure. You don't know where those hands have been. Well, on a lot of other dudes' dicks, but I mean, sure. whatever, you know. Well, you know, they probably wash their hands and, uh, you know, put olive oil. I don't cure, think they make cures you, everything. I think they make you wash your dick beforehand, too. So, I mean, they, they've only been on a lot of other dudes' clean dicks. That would have to be one of the things, right? If it's a place where you have to shower before getting your massage, mm-hmm. you probably know then that th- this is happening. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, you get so excited that you jerk off in the shower and then you're like, oh... I would like to know, uh, and I feel that this caller might be willing to call call back. Um, if you've gone to a place like this, they probably have two prices, and your selection of the price would include, you know, end or no end. I mean, I guess what what you worry about, what I would worry about is no matter how obvious it is that Oriental Gals Massage open at 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. with girls dressed like sluts that work there is a hand job massage parlor. You're worried that you say, "Hey, can I get a hand job?" and then being super super offended and slapping and then, like you. hitting you, yeah, and then throwing you out and like, you know, following you out to your car where getting like, you arrested. Yeah, or or like there's all the people from your church gathered around <laughs> and they yell, "Ah, oh, this pervert. He tried to he tried to get me to touch his dick just because I'm Asian. What is he, a racist pervert? I think he is." Mhm. That is true. That's always a fear. Mm-hmm. And because you have that fear, you can't get an erection, <laughs> yeah. which, which is what? $40 wasted. Yeah. My one experience getting a professional massage from, from a lady was that it was just impossible to relax because I was trying not to fart or get an erection. Really? Yeah. So I guess if you weren't trying, I don't know. I don't know what would have happened if I had stopped trying not to get an erection. Part of me was like, trying stop, not to fart. Stop thinking about an erection. Like you're go- This is like a self self-defeating like why are you like mm. you know that don't think about boobs don't think about boobs sure like you know what you should do is turn turn it around you're you're a, a heterosexual man so you should think of someone else's erection oh and that should probably do it okay right like an like an old man maybe sure whatever yeah. you know it's an elephant think of an elephant's erection when i got the th- th- that was more of a spa like sort of relaxing massage when i got when i got the actual like this is gonna hurt you so that your shit gets untangled mm-hmm. uh massage it was from a dude and we mostly just talked about star wars and stuff so see i would not be able to... to relax if he's talking to me really yeah i don't want him to talk to me ah yeah it's fine Really? Yeah. No, I don't. It's like going to the dentist and having the dentist talk to you. It's weird. This might be a thing that makes some people nervous, but he was the the conversation was just based on him looking at all of the books on my bookshelf while he was giving me the massage. Because you know he's what? in your home. I got nothing to be ashamed of. No, that's true. I mean, I like talking about Star Wars. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I just don't want to do it when I'm getting a massage. You know, all of the Star Wars books that I own, which is to say like four Star Wars books, I am kind of ashamed of those. Why? I, I do not. I think did I give you any of those? No, it is a little bit beyond. Are they like acceptable Star Wars fandom to have like extended universe books? That is. Are they by Timothy Zahn? Yeah, I think that's probably fine. A little too nerdy. I think mm-hmm. it's a little too nerdy. 
don't yeah. want people to think I'm a nerd. Yeah, that's true. Hey, speaking of which. Advice, hot dog. How do I get women to like me? Have you tried being less of a nerd? Mm-hmm. No, yeah, get rid of those Star Wars our, books. Our listeners are like us. Our listeners are nerds. Yeah, they're people we'd want to be friends with. <clears throat> so here is... This is the only this is the only piece of serious advice that I have for this is you just got you stop trying do something else find something else that you care about and the do, girls will come. do that and the fact that you are doing something that is meaningful to you it just oozes out of you and it's like there's a guy that's not desperate and he really cares about something I'm going to fuck him hmm. that's what a girl says I don't know if a girl ever actually says that out loud or thinks it to herself but, you know, it, it, yeah, you're confident, right? Yep. And that's important. Desperation is is a huge, huge turnoff. Mm-hmm. And if you're like... Yeah, it's if like you, you're sweating alcohol. If your goal is to get a girlfriend, you're going to fail. Mm-hmm. That should not be your goal. I mean, so there were many, many years... It should be a goal eventually. ...where my goal was to get a girlfriend. And I did sometimes get girlfriends. You got lame girlfriends. It took, it took a really long time. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, sometimes sometimes I was the lame girlfriend in the relationship. Yeah, sometimes you were. Mm-hmm. You win some, you lose some. You fuck some up, you get some fucked up at you. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, you just can't try too hard. Just be be who you are, and who you are is not like some desperate guy who is only living to get the approval of other people, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. It's like learn to no, learn not that to you shouldn't care what other people think. You you should care what other people think. Well, but, but you should only care what other people think insofar as if they think you're a bad person and they're right. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm fine with that. Don't you know you don't want to be the guy that everybody thinks? Wow, that guy should really take a fucking shower. Sure, that too. Right. So you you got to care what they think. So if that that's an issue, you know, take care of it. Mm-hmm. It's it's up to you. It's in your hands. Yeah, wash your balls so that your balls don't smell real bad. Mm-hmm. That one yeah, thing girls do that regularly. One thing girls don't like is a stank stank balls. Yeah, at at home or the massage parlor. Um, if you are gonna eat a whole bunch of goldfish, be sure you chase it with uh, like a glass of Listerine so that when you burp, it, yeah, it smells like, like goldfish. fucking gross fish and Listerine instead of just fish. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, mm. three hundred fish. Yeah, d- how great is that? <laughs> it's a lot of fish. It is a lot of fish. Um, I mean, they're probably pretty small. Mm. We, I, when I was when I was in uh, my freshman year of college, we uh, gathered our money together to get a guy to eat a single fish, a guppy. Uh-huh. Um, but he had to chew it up and show it to us <laughs> in his mouth. He couldn't. He couldn't just swallow it because that would be too easy. Wow! And he did. He got like you know thirty bucks or something. <laughs> chew it up and yeah, show sure. it to you. No, I'm sure that seemed like a good deal uh-huh. to him. Wow, you're ahead of the the game mm-hmm. on the gross, gross, gross eating shows. Yeah, I, I didn't do it. They would just sometimes tell me to set something on fire, and then I would. <laughs> without any reward oh yeah no that's its own reward yeah it is you just get to watch it burn what was that thing uh that you would do in your dorm rooms where you'd take a bunch of plastic bags and burn them oh zorching zorching wow i had not thought about zorching in a yeah, really you took long a few time. photos of that and it's showed them great. to me 
And never, why is ever, that? Because did, what is we never actually we never actually it. did it. All right, so here's here's how you zorch. D- but don't try it at home. No, do it's awesome. <laughs> okay, so you figure out a way. Normally, what we did was we would stack some chairs on top of each other and uh, get a coat hanger and straighten the wire coat hanger out, and then <clears throat> on the floor you put a trash can filled with water, and you tie how you much take, water? Uh, just a few inches of water. Okay. Um, you tie, you get a bunch of plastic grocery bags and you tie one, you just sort of roll it up and you tie it around the end of the coat hanger. Actually, you do that later. You make a big string, a thick string of plastic like a grocery rope. bag. Yeah, like a rope. But you just keep tying knots in it. You like roll it up into a tube and then tie a knot in it and then tie a knot further down and then tie a knot further down. Oh, okay. And then, you, you know, you tie some together and you just make, you make a chain of densely packed, uh, uh, rolled up plastic grocery bags that's maybe three feet long or whatever. The The coat hanger and chair assembly is there so you can dangle it above the trash can filled with water and then you set the bottom of it on fire. And what it does is as the plastic melts, it just shoots these little fireballs down into the water where they go, zorch, 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 <laughs> zorch. And that's why you call it zorching. Wow. And then you smoke some weed and you turn all the lights off and you zorch and everybody sits around and it's great because the lights are off so you can only see people when there's a particularly vigorous zorch and uh-huh. everybody's just staring at the zorch wow God, i hadn't thought about that in now, a really long time that's great are there a lot of fumes from the plastic burning no it's not dangerous inside your that, dorm room well, probably it is i don't know mm-hmm. yeah you open a window okay yes later and the coat hanger so that it doesn't you gotta burn open a window the to ceiling. let out the pot smoke yeah, that's really, it. just everybody just breathes through a paper towel tube stuffed with dryer sheets, and uh-huh. you're fine. I'm sure that'll that'll get most of the cancer out. Oh man! Uh, so that's one way to make girls like you. No cool tricks. Yeah, like know that. how to zorch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Chicks dig a guy that can zorch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, check out my my zorch. Yeah. Ah, I'm so glad you brought that up. Also, learn how to shotgun a beer. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Ah, uh, that is so terrifying to me. I don't mind shotgunning a beer. Or? Yeah, because well, the the way that I learned how to do it, you bite a big hole in the bottom of the beer can and then drink it through the hole that you've bitten. And I am just terrified of like biting it in such a way that I end up swallowing a piece of jagged aluminum. Yeah, that's not going to happen. I know. Uh, there's some can uh, can company. <laughs> there's some beer company that has come up with. A can now that you can shotgun. Well, you just said it would have had to be a can that opens at both ends. There right? is something I mean, like that that, like yeah, I mean, that, that pours. Yeah, it seems like it'd be great. <laughs> I mean, you can also just like drink the beer, but punch a hole in the bottom of it. It's just awesomer if you bite it. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you just then you like open a, it up like a madman. Ah, mm-hmm. is what you say. And then you crush the can on your forehead. Yeah, uh, but then you afterwards. cut. You, no, you don't, because you you'd cut yourself. Not if you're a man, you wouldn't. Okay, right. Because men have metal foreheads. Yes. Okay. You're a mean drunk You're supposed Superman. to wear an arm, army helmet. <laughs> That's not impressive to crush. <laughs> you know, like leather gloves, not not like it's really hard to open opera the, gloves. Well, you got to get a girl. You got to get a girlfriend so that they're, she can open the beer for you. Because it's really hard to open a beer can while you're wearing leather gloves. No, you're going to need the girlfriend to uh, patch up your hand <laughs> that you've cut up oh, and your okay. forehead. Oh, man. And to tell you how stupid you are. We, I have never uh, played 
Edward Forty hands. And I yeah, would, I haven't either. I would really, really like to. I uh, I do enjoy a wizard staffs. Is this before or after you get the dog? Uh oh no, before. Long before. Yeah, because I mean, I got you know, you can't. You got to be careful when you have a dog. You got something relying on you. You know. That's true. If you pass out because you drank too many forties. You can't, like, unless your dog wants some 40s, you're not going to be able to help it yeah, until you you're done for that and dog. you get. That's another case where it's important to have a girlfriend so that somebody can help you pee. Mm, right. Yeah. You, you don't want to do it with just your other friends that are also doing the exact same thing. Yeah. Because that gets super weird. It's like learning to use chopsticks, only way worse. And, like, <laughs> and you're only if you holding fuck up, one chopstick. You hurt your dick real bad. Hey, uh, before we go on to the next question, I would like to... Uh, Refresh our drinks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did you did, pour me is, some of that? This is just some water. Well, our ice has been melting. Oh, shit. So that's all that's left. Oh. Well. So you can drink the water and not dilute the soda. Oh, is that what you. Yeah, that's oh, what I did. So but then gotta, I had extra ice, gotta, so I poured it into my glass. You got a trick. All right. Well, just, now just I'm gonna, drink now a I'm little drink of the water. Hmm. Yeah. Do it. He drank all of it. Now I'm pouring this sangria señorial. I think that I've had this before and that it is fucking gross, Roy. Oh, it's one of my favorite sodas. Oh, well, then I am almost certain that it is fucking uh, gross. This would be a great uh, mixer with uh, vodka. With wine. Or wine. It doesn't really taste like sangria. It tastes like something else that is delicious. That totally tastes like sangria. Mm. I don't like sangria. <laughs> That's why you think it's gross? Yeah, any two things that I don't like are the same thing. Mm-hmm. No. Headaches and Jews, same thing. Wow. Dear Advice Hot Dog, the other day I got my girlfriend to listen to the Hot Dog Network and she loves it, but after listening for a while she turns to me in shock and says, dude, you sound exactly like him. Your mannerisms, your phrases, dude, you're Zach. It's creepy. She went on to say, you better hope I never meet him in person or else I would totally mix you two up and end up fucking his brains out. What should I do? On the one hand, I'm flattered to be paid such a compliment. Oh man, that's bad news. Uh, but on the other hand, the prospect of cuckolding is not something I'd look forward to, even if it was by the nice people of the Hot Dog Network. Um, that's awesome. I love... I love the idea of people picking up other people's speech mannerisms because so much of what you are getting by picking up my mannerisms is like the people we knew in high school who had infectious speech mannerisms and really? girls that we've known that had infectious speech, infectious speech patterns. <laughs> yep. That was a pretty good one. Oh, uh, okay. See, the thing is when you're trying to be cool, what are you going to do? You're going to act like a cool dude. And there's sure. no dude cooler than me. That's that's what you think. So this other guy. So really, that how do I get girls to like me was a call from this guy oh. from back in time. Sure. Before he figured out, oh, I yeah, know how just to get girls to like talking me. like Zach. Start acting like Zach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Girls will fall all over themselves for you, right? They do. Oh yeah. Still do. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't even get. I can't even get you have to like, lock your doors down night. the street without one of them trying to sell me Girl Scout cookies <laughs> or wash my car. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, it's awful. Um, you know, you could have that list. You could say, 
So here's what you do. <laughs> you you say, all right, well, that's that's your, your one celebrity. And then for your celebrity, you just maybe pick like a neighbor girl that you think is cute <laughs> <laughs> or somebody that you actually might meet. Right. Or yeah. already know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So my one celebrity is your sister. What? So what do you think celebrities do? They just pick other people I that I think they, they know? just fuck each other. Yeah. Like, oh. it's, I mean, that's... they. And they constantly cheat on each other and then divorce. I was reading about, like, somebody that said Ashton Kutcher cheated on Demi Moore with me, so he'll totally cheat on his his next girlfriend. And I got to thinking. Mm, isn't his next girlfriend M- Mila Kunis? Yeah. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Well, it might. Sure, so I guess so. Imagine that, okay, so imagine that you are a guy who Mila Kunis is willing to fuck. Right, so that basically means that if if my if my understanding of this calculus is correct, a, a, anyone every girl less attractive than Mila Kunis is, is also, also willing to have sex sure. with you. There are a lot of really really fucking attractive girls that are less attractive than Mila Kunis. Sure. Right. So if if you were a guy, so it's who a long could, list, is what you're saying. Anytime you saw a girl who was hot and you thought I'd like to fuck that girl, if you could just walk over there and do it, if you were faced with that temptation every minute of every day. How would he get his acting done? Well, I mean, he has you, to work. You got a refractory period. You, he, he's you doing act. the thing that that he need that makes him attractive. You act while you refract. That's mm. that's what they say in in actor coaching school. Uh huh. Sometimes method acting is when you go for a long time without fucking any hot, hot, hot ladies. So you're trying to play a guy who's all blue balls, and then you have to. So you have to do it. Who's all like, blue balls? It's been like three days since I had sex with a supermodel. Mm-hmm. Not a supermodel. I don't like the word supermodel as a stand-in for super attractive lady. Yeah, I don't really think that, most yeah. supermodels are attractive. Too Cla- skinny, I thought I, right? Claudia Schiffer was, was all right because she wasn't really skinny. Sure. I don't think, I don't think of She's like Victoria's Secret models as, as supermodels, though. I think the supermodels are the crazy, like, nobody wants to like just look at their bodies because they're gross, right? Fashion designers just want to put some fucking weird dress on them <laughs> because it's like... This is the closest thing they have to like a broom that they could put. <laughs> that like if they around. if they had a broom that could walk around, they would put the dress on a broom because they don't want they don't sure. want any actual. They wanted flesh to interfere with the, 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 the lines of the crazy, you know, glass dress with gerbils running around in it. Mm-hmm. This crazy shit goes on in fashion. Have you yeah, seen it really this? Really does. Sometimes those shoes are nuts. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the fashion is not fashion. Hey, Roy and Zach. I have a job where I sit at a desk most of the week. I listen to a lot of podcasts, some about advice, some about hot dogs, some about hockey. I recently came across a podcast about deodorant. Uh, the last episode about deodorant I listened to, the host was offering free used mini deodorants. I'm a dude who could totally get down with somebody else's used deodorant, but not a stranger's <laughs> used deodorant. While I've never met the guy who offered the deodorant, I've listened to him talk enough that I feel friendly with him. Is it creepy to ask a stranger for deodorant or participate in a deodorant swap? Being that he offered, I don't think it would be, but as a human being, it seems pretty fucking creepy. Thanks. Love the show. <laughs> I was just kidding about it being used. It's not really used deodorant. They're just brand new mini deodorants that I bought too many. Oh, of. what? This is you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, great. It's on video games, hot dog. Oh, I don't I, know. Yeah, because I wanted some. I wanted a little deodorant, and I bought some from Amazon. Oh, and you have to too buy, many. Yeah, I had to buy them twenty-four at a time. So I took. You have twenty-four mini deodorants. I took, well, no, I, I mean, I gave, I mailed out one that somebody asked for. So now for you have twenty-three. Now I have twenty-three. Well, I put one in my shaving kit for traveling, and sure. I put a twenty-two. I put, 
three or four more in a drawer. And I was like, well, 19. that's all of these I'm ever going to need. So I took the rest to the office so that so that Emily can mail them out when people ask for them. Oh, wow. But they're sealed. So they're, they're not used. They're new in box. They, they, what they've kind still of got deodorant the, is it? It's a speed stick by Menon. Hmm. I don't know if that's really good. I'm not going to use speed that. Speed stick is by Menon. And it's the kind of deodorant that I like. The kind you of know, deodorant I like is uh, neutral uh, smell from Trader Joe's. Oh, yeah. I uh, I would prefer to use Tom's of Maine, the lemongrass Tom's of Maine, mm-hmm. but I can't because it makes my armpits turn a dark brown and all of the skin to fall off of them. Yeah. It doesn't That sometimes hurt. happens with Tom's for a while. If I use it for a while, mm-hmm. I have to switch. Yep. And I, and I did that, but then, crystal I thought, deodorant. but then I thought, you know what? What's the point of doing I'm that? I'm going to stop doing that. Like, uh, like I would use this, but I don't feel that it is safe to do it except for a little bit at a time. So, you know, it's probably not safe to do it a little bit at a time. Mm-hmm. If, I don't think that it's if actually... If it makes your arm, armpits feel... I don't think it's feel. actually dangerous. I mean, it doesn't hurt and it's not, you know, it doesn't do any But it's damage. odd, it's, right? It that, is that it does that. Yeah. Like, what, why yeah. is that? I don't know. Deodorant. In you, you should call their number. The weird. questions are called. Yeah, why is your shit turning my armpits brown and making the skin kind of flake off of them? Tom. That'd be great if it was actually Tom that answered the phone when you called it. He was like, <laughs> Hello, this is yeah. Tom. You know, nobody ever calls, so I just pretty much, like, I've just got this is like this red phone on my belt that I carry around with me. <laughs> it rings real loud, so try not to ask me any questions when I'm at church. Salutations, gentlemen. I love making me some chili, but being an Englishman, I don't have a lot of variety in my recipes. Ground beef, canned tomatoes, chili powder, kidney beans, pinch of cocoa powder, and it's more or less there. While this is delicious, I crave the wide selection of chilies that Americans have. Can you give me some suggestions on different permutations on chili I can make? Uh, As an additional question of curiosity rather than advice, what do you normally serve as a side with your chili? Over here, it's always served with rice, and I've got some horrified looks from American friends when I do that. Yours, having chili in the home counties. No sides. You just eat chili. Really? Yeah, with bread or crackers. I um cheese, chives. Yeah, the the stuff that is served with chili traditionally where I grew up is saltines, uh, sliced cheese, uh, usually either cheddar or Colby Jack. Hmm. Uh, cheddar, you know, being shredded. over uh, being over in England, you you could go to Cheddar and get some cheddar, and mm-hmm. then you could uh, go to Bath and get some hot water. <laughs> um, yep. Uh, and pickles, uh, like uh, dill pickle. Like on little the side, like, like, like a slice, gherkins. Or? No, like gherkins. Um, little little whole snackers. Okay, they say snackers. But on but the chili is the the oh, meal, chili is right? The meal, yeah, these are just accoutrements. Mm-hmm. Uh, Good use of that word. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, I'm. A yeah, tr- you I, you make chili a lot, don't I you? I do a lot. Yeah, and I but I but I always make it. It's a it's don't just you put the, brown sugar in chili. It? No, I don't put brown no. sugar in it. I don't put co- like cocoa powder and cinnamon and all that stuff. That's you weird. don't put any of the sweet ingredients. No, I don't. I put a ton of dill in it because I put a mm. ton of dill in everything. Sure, just because I really like dill. Yeah, you do. Um, but yeah, just you know, just some cans of beans, and I don't even put tomatoes in it anymore. You Although, don't make uh, the beans. You don't no. cook the beans from no, scratch? No, there's just no difference, except that it... Really? You have all that juice, longer. that amazing broth that's from the beans. You use yeah, that well, in your you chili. you can get that in the can. Uh, I, so I made chili... The last time I made chili, I didn't drain the bean cans, and the chili was all slimy. It tasted like that stuff from the bean cans that was in there. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I love just drinking drain that stuff. Usually, uh, I, I will often start the, start the pot of chili with a couple cans of beer... And then put in, uh, I'll uh, brown some brown the ground beef 
in a pot first and then or in a pan first and then fry some onions hmm. um just saute some onions to put in there with butter uh no just oil okay um i, I basically never cook with butter i do sometimes i put it on toast and i make pasties so i make the dough with butter mm-hmm. um but yeah i don't actually go in for a lot of the like we went to a chili cook-off where a lot of people had a lot of different kinds of chili and i'm just a, like the kind that's just a sort of a paste that's mostly meat Mm-hmm. You know, with chili, you, chili with no beans in it, I hold no truck with that. Yeah, I like chili with beans. Yeah. You know, I could have like you know, get a ground turkey instead of a ground beef. That's. Uh, I used to work at a place that made a really great uh, turkey chili, and I really love that. Like um, ground turkey. A chili with like cubes of stew beef in it instead of oh instead okay. of ground beef is yeah, pretty that's good. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I would also suggest. Um, Oh, what is it like? Uh, green green peppers? Ah, uh, no. See, you don't like that. <clears throat> no, there was this guy Delbert that uh, my dad hired as a jailer at the uh, at the sheriff's department when he was the sheriff, and uh, the jailers also do a lot of the cooking for. At the time, the way that they did it was sometimes they would just make chili, and that's what the prisoners would eat for dinner is a big pot of chili or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right there, there was somebody whose job it was to cook, there, right? And the jailers would often do it, and Delbert made chili. And put green peppers in it, and my dad ate some of it, and he was like, "Ah, oh, this is fucking good." Kathy, you got to start putting green chili, green peppers, like in like the chili. stewed green peppers. No, that, that kind no, of? like not not cooked enough for my tastes. Dad loved it, and every goddamn oh, where they're crunchy. Every goddamn pot of chili that my mom ever made for the rest of my dad's life had mm-hmm. fucking green peppers in it and it was gross right. that's one went, of the reasons i don't like onions it took one of my favorite things and made it into a thing mm-hmm. that i just thought was fucking gross and dad hated the idea of like could you just put those in last and maybe just set aside a couple of bowls so that i can eat some without the green peppers because this is seriously fucking ruining this for me and i wasn't just being a picky eater i just fucking hate green peppers mm-hmm. and that is not a thing that's gone away as i've gotten more adventurous yeah, so no. God, fuck, no. Uh, but this way you cook the onions. You you gotta you have to cook the onions ahead of time, otherwise you have to boil the, you know, you, know, you have to simmer yeah, the chili for like 12 hours. I cannot hours. stand half-cooked onions in yeah. anything. Um, when I say green peppers, it would be like a can of like stewed green peppers that or are some, completely some cooked. Chipotle peppers. Chipotle peppers or poblano. <clears throat> Poblanos would be the best. I always thing that want you sear on the I outside. always when I go to the grocery store to get ingredients for chili, I always want to get some peppers mm-hmm. from the produce section because that's a thing you can always get a massive variety of here. But I don't know anything about peppers, and so I'm afraid that I'm gonna get something that will cause my face to melt. Hmm. I guess they probably what do you don't want, sell what do you want to do with them? Super crazy. Well, I think the ideal thing is I want there to be a guy roasting jalapenos in one of those big barrels out in front of the grocery they store so that I can peppers. just buy it. Do they? Yeah. Ah, those are good. Uh, they do that in front of Food City if, mm-hmm. if you live somewhere where there's a Food City. Yeah. Or uh, you just get some uh, fresh poblano chilies and you can uh, cook them on your stove or on any kind of frying pan where you just blacken the outside, try to blacken every part of the skin. Mm-hmm. And uh, eventually... And that actually cooks the heat out of them? Like, the only thing that I ever... I get this thing at a restaurant that comes with a poblano pepper, and every once in a while, it is just murderously hot. Well, what you have to do is, after you've done that, you um, run it under cold water, you completely remove the skin. If you wear gloves, this is the best thing to do. 
then you open it up and you remove all of the seeds, all of the membrane on the inside, and that will make it lighter. Okay. It's the seeds that are really uh, hot. Also, you don't want to crush it, so do not um, don't break like pre- the press on it yeah. with the spatula. There is. It doesn't. This is one of those things like coffee. It doesn't really taste like it smells, but the smell of one of those guys roasting chilies really good. out in front of a of a grocery store is so fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Intoxicating. Just, this is the only thing that I've ever been like. I have to go find out what this smell is and eat a bunch of it. Mm-hmm. Like, and I did, and then I ate it. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. It does not taste like it smells, but it's still pretty good. Sure. But then if you do it yourself, you get to have that smell first. Oh, man, if your house smelled like... But then you're just like disappointed, right? No, no, you know, you're part of the process. The aroma is is part of your your meal. Salutations. Nope, 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 nope. Dingy in Dallas writes. Wait, what? No. Blaine, right? What? (sighs) Dingy in Dallas was the the person uh, about the chili. No, I thought it was having chili in the home counties. Yeah, I don't know. Just Dingy in Dallas is not in English? Dingy in English, Dallas. I guess he might. He might oh, oh, old Dallas. Okay. <laughs> when I was a child. Anyway, uh, Roy, I need to get you another computer. When I was a child, I never wore jeans because the scratchy rough fabric hurt my delicate leg skins. But now I'm at a point in my life where I just want some pants that I can wear without worrying about fucking them up. What should I look for in a new pair of jeans that will cause them to eventually become a comfortable pair of jeans? And I have never seen Logan's Run, but based on all the reviews I've heard, it seems like a really kitschy movie that most people hate, but people who like kitschy movies love. I tend to like that sort of movie. Should I watch Logan's Run? If it helps, Pootie Tang is one of my favorite movies. Well, Logan's Run is not uh, like Pootie Tang at all. Uh, but I would have to say, if you're a fan of Call the Midwife on PBS, uh, the actress who plays the Mother Superior, you see her tits in Logan's Run. Hmm. Yeah. Pretty great, huh? Mm-hmm. And by tits, I mean breasts. Do you think that there was? Uh, do you think that there was anything uh, like some movie? Like, would it be weird to find out that in like Caligula? You got to see the tits of the woman who played uh, the Reverend Mother Gaius Helen Mohiam in David Lynch's Dune. Oh, wow. But she still had her head shaved. (laughs) She she was actually born with no hair. That's how she got the role as a Bene Gesserit. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'd I'd watch that. I've never seen... um, What was it that you said? Caligula. Caligula. No, I've seen... That's Malcolm McDowell, doesn't it? Parts of it. Oh, probably. Yeah, I think it does. He just seems like he was in all kinds of hor- like, yeah, not horrible, but just like horrifying stuff. Sure, roles. You know? Like, yeah. Then, mm-hmm. then he was also in uh, Tank Girl. So, I don't think that was him. That was someone else. <laughs> you know, Lance Henriksen. Um, so I, I yeah, got what about I, I, like I watched the first uh, the first episode of Jesse Thorne's uh, web show. Put this on. Oh, it's all about jeans, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's just <laughs> about. And you know, his suggestion is just buy a pair of. 501s and wear them and don't like don't wash them any more often than you have to and when you do wash them wash them by hand that it is more concerned about making them look cool mm-hmm. um yeah I'm, I'm not gonna wash anything by hand usually you know i i kind of enjoy it as a project and i also do it once a year mm-hmm. wash you know? your jeans once a yeah, year yeah i mean really? because it's I, I mean, it depends on how much you stink, I guess. Sure. But, like, the the basic premise of that show is, you know, you wash them when you have to wash them or it's gross. 
Right. right. And so if they never start to smell bad, you don't have to wash them. Usually for me, it's like I will spill something on them. And right. And then, so then coffee. Ha- and then I have to wash them. I usually go two weeks before I wash jeans. Oh, yeah. And I don't do it by hand. Doing it by hand and mostly not even really agitating it, just like putting them in a bathtub with some laundry detergent, swish it around a little bit, let it sit, and then rinse them off. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes them fade according to what you're doing rather than fade evenly and just become pale over time like the washing machine does. Really? I never have a problem with that. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you just my, give, your, my, you give your jeans a more vigorous workout. My I right knee is always uh, paler and wears right, out from sitting, before. From sitting with your legs crossed. Is that? No, I, I think it's because um, I kneel on my right knee a lot mm. when I, I work ever, on projects and I stuff. I hardly ever kneel to do anything. No, I do. I always mm. get a hole in my right knee. Mm. Um, the You know, the jeans, I don't regret just buying a pair of Levi's 501s. Like, they're just, they're comfortable, and they come in every size, and, you know. They're all they, in man sizes. Yeah, they're and they're just normal. Like, they don't change over time. You're not, like, you'll be able to get a new one when these wear out that are exactly the same if you've gotten used to them. Sure, that's as true. As opposed to, like, going to, like, a Lucky Jeans or something where sure, the jeans are stylish. Mm-hmm. and. Wow, where these, they change the style yeah, every so these, often. Like, if I pull these up all the way, they just barely clear the bottom of my nutsack because they're so low rise. Right. That's true. Man, I hate that. I, I cannot stand that. Yeah. Or any skinny type of jean. Yeah. I want jeans to be like uh, big tubes that I put over my legs. Yeah, like if you could get burlap pants, mm-hmm. that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just make your own jeans. I've been rocking these corduroys. I, I got some. I got some corduroys uh, when we were on our road trip, and boy, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, uh, I'm. I happen to be wearing corduroys right now myself, and I only have one pair now. I used to wear corduroys all the time, mm-hmm. but this pair my my wife bought me. I wore corduroys all the time when we first moved here, and then I think they just went out of style. You couldn't get like a cheap pair of corduroys for a lot of years. Right? Didn't and you have to go to a special department some, like, store and then yeah, have I went and them got some like dress and tailored, tailored dress corduroys? It was the only corduroys that I could buy. And then there was like, eh, I'm not going to wear dress these. cords. They're like they're too nice. They're they're like silk lined on the inside and real thick. Were they really silk lined? Yeah, they're like wow. lined. I don't know if it's silk, but they're lined. They're lined with something. You know, like, something soft. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no. You, I, I was like, I was at a store. And I finally saw some cheap corduroys, and it's like, fuck yeah, cheap corduroys. I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm getting some red pants. And I thought, it, I was like, man, this makes me nervous because it's like, it's way more daring than I normally go for with like a fashion choice. But now that I've been wearing them for a couple of weeks, it's like, they're, they're just fucking pants. Like mm-hmm. they're. I have some pants that color. I know. I wear them. And your your style is impeccable. Thank All you. the ladies say it. Um, you know, that. I mean, this brings up a good point. Just pick whatever pant you want. Take it to a tailor. Have it lined with yeah. silk. Yeah. Or you get some of that, uh, you get some of that, uh, it's, I think it's in the refrigerated section at the grocery store. You get some of that silk that is in a squeeze bottle mm. and you sort of, you rub it all over your legs and then you put your pants on and then it dries into a comfortable silk lining sure. for your pants. If you don't have enough money for the, the silk, you can buy Go-Gurt. Okay. Do the same thing. Or you could actually just go to the pet store and buy a couple of silkworms and keep uh, them in your, keep them in yeah. your pants and just let them sort of crawl around. Mm-hmm. And then you'll have a horrible spiderweb crotch. Sure. It's awful. It's like you, you, you will see it and you will think, I, I wish 
that I, I had just put spiders that. in my pants instead of these things because even though that would have been terrible and I would just have a big rotting hole in my dick, another big rotting hole in my dick. Sure. Yeah. I, I this is this is atrocious. This is Black Widow. Yeah. A brown recluse. A brown recluse. A brown eye recluse. The trapdoors. The backdoor trapdoor spider. Uh, quick, what other kind of spiders? A terrasula. <laughs> A terrasula? Um, dearest advisors, I've been working as a programmer for over four years now. I enjoy the work I do, but I'm having a problem with my working environment. For whatever reason, our office building doesn't have opening windows. I'm not saying that the guys in our office have hygiene problems, but come 3 p.m., I start to feel like we've exhausted all the usable oxygen and that I need a nap. Do you have any advice for dealing with being sealed in an airtight code factory? Breaking windows is not an option. They appear to have been reinforced in some way, and I lack the tools to deal with this problem. Yours groggily, yawning unashamedly in Yorkshire, UK. Wow, we're getting lots of questions from the UK. We are. Um, Start, take up smoking. Oh, I was going to say to get yourself an oxygen tank. Ooh. Yeah, give yourself a little uh, pick-me-up. It's possible that you're just getting the after-lunch slump Vapors. that everybody gets. Yeah, I, I get that. Mm-hmm. Usually around four. Mm-hmm. I think it depends on when you eat lunch. And then I take a five-hour energy. Oh, man. Then that gets you through the rest of your day and your night. And then you're up all night just kind of <laughs> teeth chattering. Yeah, afraid your heart's going to explode. Yep. Um, have you ever had a five-hour energy? No, I have not. But I have. I once had a, a drink like that uh, when we went to Comic-Con one year, and I was really, really tired, and we had to set up. And I felt horrible. <laughs> And I will never do it again. Yeah. I could imagine getting used to this sangria senorial, but it's much better when it's cold with ice. Okay. Yeah. I. Why did you get warm sodas? They they don't have them in the refrigerated section. <clears throat> Is it trying to simulate their natural environment in which no one can afford a refrigerator? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. Right. The only you just have to go to one of the one of Mexico's poles if you want ice. Mm-hmm. And, and Mr. Rabluski will gladly sell you a bag of ice. Who? Rabluski? <laughs> the pole. Oh. Who owns the, Got who owns the one yeah. grocery store? That was, that was a double racist joke. Well, not really. No, I mean, it dealt about race. I meant race in that sense. Oh, that okay. It was about so Mexico was, uh, yeah, sure. and, and Polish people. Okay. Yeah, isn't that what everyone means when they say, you just told a racist joke? That's yeah, a racist joke. a joke that involved race. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, almost all jokes that involve race are racist in one way or another. Sure, because they involve race. I don't know how to feel about Oriental Gals Massage. Because it seems pretty racist. There? If it I said, I'm going to go get a massage from some Oriental gals, they would say, Zach, you're a racist. Well, they wouldn't, right? They would say, oh, welcome. <laughs> we, we want your business. Yeah, it's a good, good. Tell your friends. Um but, but, you know, somebody else would say, Zach, sure. you're being racist. But I would say, but that's what they, they call themselves that. Sure. They're allowed to because they're taking but it back. <laughs> you're not allowed to say that. No. That's, that's the issue. You just say, I'm going to the parlor. But then people would be confused with, oh, that, that new pizza place downtown? Yeah, that place. And you shouldn't ask for a, a you know, a happy ending at that place. <laughs> right. Oh, Roy. If somebody, wanted to, if somebody wanted to get some of this advice, how would they do it? They would go to our website. And on our website, we have different ways of getting in touch with us. One of them is uh, Twitter, which is at AdviceHotDog. One of them is Gmail, which is AdviceHotDog at Gmail. 
One of them is Facebook, which is by the same name. Or you could give us a call at uh, Roy218Zach, which is 769-218-9225. Or write us a postcard at Advice Hot Dog, P.O. Box 41774, Mesa, Arizona, 85274. And Zach, before we continue, we have to read this postcard that, that one of our uh, listeners lovingly put a stamp on, sent it, put it in the mail physically, and uh, would like our advice. Okay. Dear Advice Hot Dog, I can't think of a better way to celebrate the holidays than with the American Christmas devil, but that's just me. On to oh, the question. Oh, that's old. I write for a nacho review blog, uh, nachonomics.com, the, uh, the something of nachos. And was wondering what you think the most effective way to get noticed online these days is sans shameless buzz marketing without, say, a popular online game as a launching point. Is there a chance for me or am I five years too late for the Internet thing? In other news, I made the music video for In Mexico a while back. Can I expect more songs in the future? Sincerely, oh. Dex Gorman guest. Wow, thank you. I don't know, man. Every once in a while, I'll think oh, I should make a song and then I'll start and I'll be like, ah, oh, this is garbage. And then I'll give up. Have you ever looked at stuff on YouTube? Well, yeah, and I thought, you know, you know what I think of when I see some garbage on the internet is I don't want to make any of that. Uh-huh. You know, I, I have some. Okay, well, some, in Mexico, it turned out pretty well. Yeah, sure, it did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you remember the songwriter song? Singer songwriter song. I don't remember how to play it on the guitar. Okay, well, we'll work on that. Yeah. Ah, fuck. What, so what's the nacho uh uh nachonomics.com it's nachonomics.com the the nachoiest nacho blog the on B- the bio borings of nacho that can't be it the burgess the burgess of nachos what's the burgess of nachos it's like the anthony burgess of nachos oh okay so when you talk about nachos you use weird future mm-hmm. Russian slang that nobody can... Uh, My Malachko. Uh, these, these, these nachos uh, will not leave any crumbs on your plechos. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They're a horror show. They're a real yeah, horror show. They'll give, they'll, give you a, they'll give you a real Tolchak in the flavor mm-hmm. yarbles. And, and what were girls called? Devachkas? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the Devachkas will come a-running for your nachos. Yeah. Welly, welly, well. Uh, how, how would you go about... Dude, I don't even know, man. The internet is uh-huh. a fucking bewildering and frightening mm-hmm. place now. Spend all the money that you have on online marketing. <laughs> <laughs> yup. No, just maybe, um, I heard that if you just say Facebook, that mm-hmm. everybody's like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Now we know. Yeah. Oh, man. I so- Do you know people that like nachos? I like nachos. Yeah, I didn't even. I don't even. Think I didn't know right. that that was a, a career that one. Could, that, yeah, oh, could I'm, a nacho, on. I'm a nacho reviewer. I, uh-huh. You know, it might be the case that you deciding to follow your dream of becoming a professional nacho reviewer is not destined to happen because there there literally might not be room in the world for even one professional nacho reviewer. Uh, there would be if if he took it on the road. You know, he went to every city in North oh, America, reviewed so, every right. nacho. You do so, th- yeah. That's what you do. You spend a couple years going everywhere, and you eating, write a book about eating it. nachos everywhere, and then you wait for a television crew to start following you around, and then you <laughs> sell the documentary. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you would be like uh, like Craigslist Joe. You'd be Nacho uh, Blaine. 
What's is that? Dex. Nacho Dex. Yeah. Oh man, Nacho Dex. Oh, that's a, great. That'd be a good thing that yeah. you could look, you could make a device that you wait. Carry is this the Nacho Dex? No, is this nacho is Nacho Desk. Dex is Nacho Desk. Yeah. Um, I had yeah, some. That's a good I had device. some nachos a couple days ago at the the at the Pita Jungle. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were nachos. And, and on a scale from one to ten, a lot of beans on them. Uh, the, probably oh. on a scale of one to ten beans, there were probably eight beans on each chip. Really? Yeah, I liked it. You did. Oh man, I love huh. the beans there. I, I will sometimes go there and just eat beans, and mm. then uh, they do have that crazy uh, bean plate, which is just this huge bowl mounded with beans. It is. It's awesome, and it's like two dollars. Yeah, it is. It's <laughs> the cheapest thing that they have. It's, it, it's and it's so. And it's the most protein. It's like that. really filling and really delicious. Yeah, yeah. I, I always yeah, feel true. bad though. I was if I go in there, I'm like oh my. And lunch then you was, come back to your work. My lunch was two dollars. Where there are no windows. They are fartless beans. Really? Yeah. Fartless beans. Mm-hmm. That, that's in the menu. Yeah, that's what so it says. Fartless beans. Well, it says mixed, but you know what that means. Yeah, you do. <laughs> mixed beans. Some of these beans are race traders. Uh, Go big. Go big on the nacho blog. Yeah. Go bigger. Like, like, review larger plates of nachos. Mm-hmm. You know, the thing Start about nachos... Start doing nacho pranks. There's always... <laughs> And film them, put them on YouTube. Huh? Okay. Yeah, get your own YouTube channel. Not, not okay. So, not get somebody pranks. get somebody to do a sweet skateboard grind down a railing in a into public a pool park. of nachos. Yeah, and then as he's doing it, you throw a plate of nachos at his face. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then you put up your review. Yeah, and then he lands in a heap, but then his bloody arm comes up holding a sign that says four out of five. <laughs> Um, would have would have liked them more at a lower velocity. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roy, do we have any ads plugs? Thanks. Yeah, we do. We do have some ads plugs. Let's see, right here. Uh, this episode was brought to you by ZapCon, happening in April. ZapCon is Arizona's first pinball and arcade game convention. It's it isn't. Totally not. It isn't. There it's... was one like 15 years ago. Okay, so I think it's it was the just second. A, one? I think it was just a pinball convention. But... Well, right now, well, this is the first. Pinball and arcade. This is the first pinball convention, pinball and arcade convention of the millennium. You can find more information on dates, places, and hotel stays at zapcon.com. Z A P C O N dot corn. Join us for Zapcon at Zapcon. <clears throat> it's going to be good. Also, if you like this podcast, please tell your friends and give us a rating on iTunes. It's free. If you don't like the show, why are you listening? Yeah. If you don't like the show, go give us a five-star review and say, this show sucks butts. Five stars. Five out of five. Yeah. Would have liked it better if I had slowed down the playback. <laughs> Roy, are you ready for a stinger? I think I am. Blaine suggests... A magical realm where to everyone, everyone else is a midget, or the real world, but whenever a midget is on fire, everything it touches is immediately engulfed in flames. I don't think in the real world midgets are on fire. That, yeah. that may just be me. So I, yeah, I'm, I'm willing to bet that no midget has ever been on fire. That's probably wrong, actually. What does it mean for a midget to be on fire? I really don't know. It, it sounds... Is there a word for racist, but for midgets? When when Michael Jackson's hair caught fire during that Pepsi commercial, would you say Michael Jackson was on fire or Michael his Jackson's hair, hair was on fire? Or the product in his hair was on yeah, fire. Yeah, the, the, the oils in his hair, the, 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 the mousse was on fire, eh? Yep. 
Hey, um, I asked my wife if she's ever seen Strange Brew, and she hasn't. Okay. We're going to watch it. Nice. Is it on the Netflix streams? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. If everyone you met appeared to you to be a midget, it'd be really hard to do anything, really. Sure, because you wouldn't know uh, where to put... Like, if they asked you, could you hand me those scissors? Yeah. Uh, you know, you would put them way down, and you probably would shove them into their balls. Yeah. And then everybody would be really mad at you, but you wouldn't know why. Yeah. Why? You'd be you like, asked me for these scissors. Oh, weird. I, I just... I just went to hand you these and your balls started bleeding, even though they were like a foot and a half below where the scissors were. Also, I'm sorry that I handed I'm sorry them to that I'm to you blade first. Yeah. Like, cause that's <laughs> seems like somebody should have taught me not to do that yeah. a really long time ago. Um, I always think of people as being taller than me. Yeah, me too. So if everybody that I saw was shorter than me, it would be like exactly like the real world. Mm-hmm. I always do imagine everybody else as being taller than me, but then whenever I see somebody out in the world that is taller than me, I think, whoa, that's unusual. And I always notice because I than very, oh, very sure. rarely see anybody that's taller than me. Right. And I think, wow, that must mean that to most people, I'm tall. Yeah, you are. Yeah. We're the same height, though. Yeah, it's strange. That's another way to get girls to like you is to be tall and don't go bald. Uh-huh. Those are, those are two. Or if you uh, go bald, just shave your head. Surprise. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, or maybe shave know. like a... If you, unless you go bald in a or really cool the, pattern, like in the, the Rebellion's uh, sort of like Phoenix thing. The Rebellion's Phoenix thing? Yeah, the, the, the Rebel Alliance, their, their logo. Oh, sure, that, which sure. Which is that Phoenix, yeah. You have a mohawk on the top and then the sides. Well, no, you don't. You just let your hair grow and that's what it looks sure. like. If that is the way, if you have Republic pattern baldness. Uh-huh. Oh no! It used to be rebel pattern baldness. Rebel pattern. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, the that, old republic. That's pretty cool. Um, um, yeah, just you know, go with the Picard or the Stewart, whatever. Sure. You know, I was thinking about uh, Patrick Stewart and how great he is. <laughs> you were. I was. <laughs> that dude. That sounds like you. Uh, and then I was also thinking about, hey, what other people are named Stuart? And I started compiling a list of every person who was also a Stuart that is, you know, famous. Covers a lot of people. Martha Stewart, mm-hmm. Kristen Stewart, French Stewart, Jimmy Stewart, Rod Stewart. Huh. Man. Wow. Yeah, think about that. Okay. Have them battle it out in your head sexually. <laughs> I mean... French Stewart all the way, right? Like sure. you can't. I I have a feeling that that man's sexual energy is unstoppable. It's it probably a, it's is. A it's like a nature. dynamo. That was his role on the on the mission was to be the fuck machine uh-huh. for the ship. Um, I I'm gonna go for the one with the fire and then just start start a campaign of like teaching people fire like a safety. PSA. Yeah, like mm-hmm. don't like seriously, guys. If a midget catches fire, we are fucked. So whenever you see a midget, just pour a glass of water on them. Preemptively? Just in case. Okay. Yeah. Keep keep our midgets wet. You know, um, <clears throat> if we have any people that listen to our show that, um, you know, are, are little people, I would really like to know um, how is, you feel yeah, about questions this like racist? this. <clears throat> yeah, is this racist? Please let us know. Also, are you a race? Do your women also have beards? I've been Zach. I've been Roy. And this has been Advice Hot Dog.